Grab some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt. Sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we're back with another gray week of the Frontier Freedom Hour. My name's Jeff Hunt. I'm the chief wagon boss of this operation and running the board. As always, Michael Deadshot Arpaio. You got that nickname because we never have to go back and edit anything. He gets it right the first time, all the time, and he's a great partner. We love to be partnering with KNUS and the whole Salem Media Network. Wonderful organization. Also in the studio, Jamie Erker, the mighty one, our producer and director of communications at the Centennial Institute. Hey, if you're listening to us for the very first time, welcome. We cover issues facing the Western United States from a Christian conservative perspective. We're thankful we're not getting all the government we are paying for. (laughs) So we all watch this credit uh, default, credit ceiling issue. My goodness. Well, friends, it's an incredible gift to have on the show with us today, Lori Smith of 303 Creative and Jake Warner, who's the senior counsel for Alliance Defending Freedom's appellate team. If you don't know who Alliance Defending Freedom is, they are on the front lines of winning some of the most important Supreme Court cases in the nation. ADFlegal.org is their website. If there's an organization out there for you to support that is actually protecting the founding freedoms and principles of America almost better than anybody else that I know, it's Alliance Defending Freedom. They represent Colorado Christian University and protect our rights even to be able to operate. And if you've heard that name, Lori Smith, you go, gosh, I, I know that name. I've heard that name. You probably have. She's been in the news Recent Supreme Court oral arguments given in her case, 303 Creative versus Ellenis. Should the government be able to tell Americans what they can or cannot say? Or should artists be forced to express messages they don't believe? What happens when public accommodation laws and free speech collide? Well, graphic artist and website designer Lori Smith has asked the court to decide whether the state of Colorado can force her to create custom websites that violate her beliefs about marriage. At the heart of the case is whether Colorado can use its public accommodation law, the same law that the state used to target Christian cake artist Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop to compel speech and exercise beliefs the government dislikes from the public square. Like Jack, Lori serves everyone, including those who identify as LGBT. She simply wants the freedom to create custom art and promote messages consistent with her beliefs. A win for Lori in this case, which just had its oral arguments, would be a win for all Americans because no one should be forced by the government to say something with which they disagree. So we actually have Lori Smith on the show you are a saint. You're a hero. We're so proud of you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me today. So, Lori, tell us how this all started. Who are you? And tell us about your your talents and your, your company and how you found yourself where you are today. Be happy to. Well, you know, I am a Colorado native. I'll start there. I love Colorado, born and raised, and both of my parents growing up were small business owners. My dad was a CPA. My mom owned a boutique here in the Denver metro area, and I spent 
quite a bit of my uh, young childhood with her in her store. And this was the, the time in my life that I watched her run her business. She worked very hard. Both my parents worked very hard. Um, I learned very early what a strong work ethic looked like, and I knew I always wanted to run my own business one day. Um, but for me, I just remember creating in her boutique. I would draw at a very early age in the back, uh, draw photos. And as I got older, she invited me to help create storefront backdrops and displays, and I would eventually go on to create her website. I remember one day when I was in elementary school, uh, her computer lab had just uh, uploaded sort of like a new software called KidPix, and it was the first time I ever took my creativity to a computer. And I knew that one day I wanted to create for a living. And so I uh, continued on to college. I worked really hard and ultimately decided after a long time in the corporate world and in the public sector that it was time to start my own business. I love designing and creating. I create unique artwork, one-of-a-kind creations, and I want to custom design for weddings. But like you mentioned in your intro, the state is compelling and forcing my speech and forcing me to design and create and celebrate messages that violate my deeply held beliefs. It's not right. Free speech is for everyone. So graphic design, website design, isn't this kind of like a pull off the shelf type of situation? I mean, do you really put creativity and your own creativity into this? Well, of course I do. Every Everything that I create is expressive in nature and is unique. No two projects that I create for are identical because every project is different. So I really enjoy that part of what I do. I love designing and creating because every day is a challenge. It's something new, whether it's words on a page or the custom artwork I'm creating to include in a website, a logo, a brand. Everything is unique and custom and one of a kind. No two projects are the same. And for me, I, I'm, I love working with people from all different walks of life. As you mentioned, I, I have clients who identify as LGBT. But for me, I cannot create every graphic, every message that's requested of me. And that's sort of, sort of what has led to my case after six and a half very long years going all the way up to the United States Supreme Court. Um, like I mentioned, free speech is for everyone. No government should be forcing any citizen, whether their beliefs are similar to mine on marriage or different, the government does not have a right to force individuals to create custom expression, promoting messages that go against what they believe. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you believe, because that's changed. And as I've gotten to know you, I heard a little bit of your story, your testimony. You came to faith a little bit later in life, and it's very important to you. So explain a little bit of that to our audience. Well, for me, my, my journey, um, my faith journey started many years ago. I, I had a really wonderful uncle who was a man of God, incredible man of God, well-respected in the community, um, served in his church faithfully, and he tragically passed away, and I was really upset. I was angry, and I really wrestled with this question, how can a good God exist when bad things happen to good people? Mm. And so I set out on this journey, if you will, to 
disprove the existence of this good God once and for all. And I would attend church regularly, taking notes and reading the Bible and equipping my arsenal of evidence uh, to disprove this this good God existed, only to learn that uh, the Lord had different plans, and I would come to accept Him as my Lord and Savior. And when I when I made that decision, I knew my life would be different, and it took a trajectory that I could never imagine. And as a creative, I decided at that time that I want to create and design in a way that glorifies and honors my um, creator. And so for that reason, there there are things that I cannot create, mm. but I'm happy to work with everyone. I mean, it's a deeply held religious faith. This reminds me a lot of Jack Phillips, who's a great friend. When I was reading his book, uh, the the actual conversion he had in his blue Mustang when the Lord literally showed up. And I think that's people miss this, right? So this is not something that you hold lightly. It's not even something you really kind of grew up with. It's something that's so deep and and close to your heart that it's not something you can just put on a shelf and say, okay, uh, I, I, it, it doesn't matter to me this much. Um, in this case, I'll, I'll abandon it for a little bit. I mean, this is like to your core, right? Absolutely. Knowing my Savior has changed and impacted my life in every way imaginable. It changes the way that I treat people and love people and how I design. My faith teaches me to see everyone as Christ does and to glorify and honor Him is the greatest honor to be able to create consistent with my beliefs. And what I think is important to note here is that when I'm asking the court to stand and protect is everyone's right to create consistent with what they believe. There are many people out there who don't hold the same view on marriage that I do. You know, previous to becoming a believer, my view on marriage was very different than it is today. And what I'm standing and, and trying to protect is everyone's right to live consistent with what they believe. You know, I think of the LGBT web designer who could be forced to create messages um, that go against his or her convictions. That's not right either. And that's why each is worthy of protecting. And, and, and this has gone all the way up through the highest court in the nation. And I'm hopeful and prayerful that the court will step in to protect everyone's right to create consistent with what they believe. Friends, it's an incredible honor to have with us on the show today, Lori Smith of 303 Creative. That probably stands out to you. You you heard about this in the news. They just had oral arguments at the U.S. Supreme Court. And joining us as well is Jake Warner, who's the senior counsel for Alliance Defending Freedoms appellate team. And so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about this case. So what is it in Colorado that prevents a deeply held passionate Christian from being able to bake a cake or build a website design uh, when they're asked to kind of practice their artistic talents? What is it in this law that drives this? And why do we have now two U.S. Supreme Court cases <laughs> I mean, just, uh, from one state? What is going on here? So when we come back, we're going to continue this conversation. Friends, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University.